0: This is Dale Valor. This is Pamela Ross. This is Tranesia. And you're listening. And you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. to Game On with Jackson Stewart. Game On with Jackson Stewart. Killing them! Follow Game On with Jackson Stewart on YouTube at Game On with Jack. On the official blog www.gameonwithjack.blog and at the new store www.gameonwithjack.shop. Keep it sexy and game on. I've been thinking about you day and night Ever since I saw you with your deep blue eyes There was something that I just couldn't deny Something starts to burst in my chest deep inside What do love like this oh my God. You're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart good people sexy people welcome to another edition of game out with jackson stewart the podcast where we dive into the heart of relationships modern love and lifestyle for the modern man i always want to invite you guys over to youtube at game out with jack patreon.com slash game out with jack game out with jack.blog and follow me on twitter at game out with jack also definitely check out j2 on youtube that's my uh that's my new friendly digital avatar, um, tying it to, to Chat GPT. gonna do some cool things with the GPT function, but check them out, give them some digital love, don't leave them hanging. Uh, started using Chat GPT to answer questions and it's given some solid advice. So uh, don't hesitate, throw your questions in, in the comments section on YouTube and I'll roll it through and we'll post your answers. So, today's topic is 2024 romance innovative valentine's ideas i know that valentine's day can be a little intimidating for men and women uh straight gay queer bi whatever relationship you're in valentine's day carries a lot of weight and it's all commercial weight right it's all like just been put on top of us as being you know the day that's gonna make or break your relationship and if you get it wrong if you fuck it up it's all over and that's that's not the case right valentine's day is just another day but it can be a day to express your feelings for somebody your romantic intent with someone and it should be fun don't let valentine's day turned to a day of just dread and misery and terror and woe and all that kind of stuff. So tonight we're going to cover some new ideas, some typical mistakes, and kind of help you guys out so that you have a great Valentine's Day for 2024. And here's a little hint. It's next week. I think it's actually Ash Wednesday. So that's going to give a lot of people potential conflicts. But um It's coming up, but there's still time to save it. If you're reading, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, you're not reading it. If you're listening to this and going, oh shit, Valentine's Day is next week. Jackson, what do I do? There's time to save the day. You know, the stores still have plenty of Valentine's Day stuff. Amazon Prime is a thing. yes, I'm still sniffing a little bit. Um, So you got time to to set things right, to course correct and have a kick-ass day. So, you know, Traditional Valentine's Day celebrations are evolving, and I want to emphasize, be creative and make sure that you personalize what you are doing. Let's say that your significant other or the person you're dating is not in front of you. They're out of town. You know, in just the last few years, especially post-pandemic, we've made tremendous technological strides in terms of digital communication set up a a Zoom, set up a, you know, a a FaceTime call, like don't let distance kill your romantic gestures, okay? So that's one thing, be creative and personalize it. So tech-savvy love, you know, technology can enhance romantic experience. You can have virtual reality dates, augmented reality scavenger hunt, Personalized video messages. You know, I don't get any kickback from these, but apps like Marco Polo that you can leave video and audio messages to be picked up later on. FaceTime, um, Zoom calls. Um, you know, there's so many ways that you can use technology to reach out to somebody. Just regular texting and and video calls on your cell phones is a world of difference compared to maybe 2 or 3 years ago. Now, if it's going to get hot and heavy, if you're going to be leaving like, you know, sexual messages or or, you know, hot and steamy photos or or audio, make sure that the person knows, like maybe put a little NSFW not safe for work by it. So they're not at a meeting or hanging out with their coworkers or their family or whoever, and they open up your message and boop, everybody sees your goodies. Everybody knows how nasty and freaky you two really are. So just make sure that you use technology safely, okay? Um, Eco friendly dates, all right? So consider green dating. If the ecology and recycling and being green is very important to this person, Consider a date like attending a workshop on sustainable living. Plant a tree together. Like, that's super sexy. I know right now for most of us it's cold, but consider maybe buying a tree, buying a bunch of plants together, or do a romantic picnic inside a botanical garden or a greenhouse or have a locally sourced organic food picnic. Next up, maybe adventure and learning is your thing. Well, how about activities like dance lessons? Dance lessons go huge. And it's not just for, you know, gender specific. Guys like to dance too. And, you know, you might send your guy, hey, I, I got us uh, ballroom dance lessons. I know you like it. That speaks volumes to dancers, people who love to dance. For some odd reason, they tend to hook up with people that don't dance. I don't know how that works out. But if you're making the effort and you book lessons, that really does speak to a dancer's heart. That really does say, hey, I care about you and I, I want to experience and enjoy this world with you. Just as well, cooking classes. If this person, you know, maybe they're a magic in the kitchen or they want to be a magician in the kitchen, book some cooking classes together. Not just for them. together and you know make it a thing be serious about it don't bullshit and blow it off stick to it because when you attend like workshops or shared interests together this creates additional layers of connection and growth and it's those layers of connection growth that you know sustain your relationship when the rocky times hit also consider a cultural experience as a fresh idea for Valentine's Day. Um, explore new cultures together. Maybe you, you know, book a trip to the museum. Museums are really sexy. If you've never taken a date to a museum, give it a shot, especially if they there's some part of the museum speaks to them. Maybe it's about their culture. Maybe it's a culture that they've already, that they've always enjoyed. Maybe it's some historical event that they've just been fascinated by. It really does speak to people because it tells someone that you pay attention to what they say, you pay attention to what they like, and that you wanna share. And because Valentine's Day is, Valentine's Day is, I'm sorry, about sharing and connectivity, right? So um, once again, taking the museum, a lot of museums have restaurants connected or inside, book a date inside there, okay? Or maybe have a themed dinner. You know, if somebody likes um, ancient Egypt, it would be sexy and fun as hell if you took them on an ancient Egypt-themed dinner. Even if you had it at your house or your place, decorate the house, you know. So, you know, look at recipes from that time period. Whatever it is, that's better than just, oh, here's some chocolates and here's some flowers, right? I mean, that's like a no-brainer stuff. But you do something very themed and personalized, oh, man. You're guaranteed a good night. Trust me. Also, consider foreign film nights. Foreign foreign films can be difficult for people. I cannot talk tonight. I don't know why. Um, but like think about it, you know. And if it's not something that's at the theater, well, there's a little thing called streaming services that's everywhere. Look at your your Netflix, your Prime Video, your Hulu, and so on. Also, consider attending cultural events. As a, as a date. Maybe it's a uh, specific concert in town. Maybe there's a cultural center nearby that's having a, uh, a specifically themed dinner or dance or speaker, whatever it is, book it and go. Even if it's not on Valentine's Day, that's fine. Hitting the actual day itself is not as important as showing that you care about the person. I mean, maybe that day you give them, you take them out to a nice dinner, but you're like, hey, here's your gift and you slide them the tickets for the night, you know, it doesn't have to, the event doesn't have to occur that night, but you want to let them know that night that you've been planning something in the future. Last but not least, stay at home romance, you know, nothing wrong with staying at home. If, if your person's kind of a homebody, think about a do-it-yourself spa evening, indoor camping, or a gourmet cooking challenge. So these are all hot ideas. They're out-of-the-box ideas. They're creative, but they're personalized, and that's what's important. Because a generic ass card and some candy is, is not gonna cut it. Now, there are some common mistakes that couples make, and you know, we want to talk about these so that you can eliminate these and really emphasize your personalized creative ideas. Because if you have creative ideas, but you also make some common mistakes, it almost like wears your creative ideas down to a nub and they're not as cool anymore, right? So typical pitfalls that couples encounter during Valentine's Day planning. First up, overlooking your partner's interests. I, I just talked about that. Everything I just said is based off knowing your partner's interests. If you neglect to consider what your partner truly enjoys, you're gonna create a less meaningful experience, you're going to send the message that you don't pay attention or you don't care, and you're gonna have a boring ass night. Procrastination. So the drawbacks of last minute planning leads you to issues like limited options, increased stress, a very small margin for a mistake. So let's say something doesn't get delivered on time. Well, you booked this like the morning of Valentine's Day. What did you expect? So don't procrastinate because once again, procrastination tells your partner that they were not important enough for you to think about this stuff with forethought. And you got to ask yourself, is it true? Why do you wait till the last minute? Are they not important enough that you think about this stuff ahead of time? commercialization. All right. That's a big trap because you get caught up in the commercial aspect of Valentine's day and you lose sight of genuine expression. And you do fall back on the big card, the big roses, the big candy. And maybe that shit doesn't mean anything to your partner, but you fell back on the commercial, which you got from rom-coms, which you got from TV. And once again, you didn't listen to your partner. Forgetting to communicate is huge um, because you're emphasizing, once again, that you're not paying attention. You're not really in the moment. You're not hearing. You may be listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> you may be hearing, but you're not listening. All right, so the importance of Discussing expectations and desires for the day ensures mutual happiness. And I guarantee you, if you go back over many of your conversations, you can pick apart what your partner wants with minimal effort. Look at what they buy. Look at what they watch. Look at what excites them. Listen to what they talk about. Like all these things are forms of communication. Pay attention. Draw on that information to build a great Valentine's Day experience. Also, under or overdoing it is a huge couple mistake. Um, you got to balance out things for Valentine's Day. You don't want to go too minimal. or And you don't want to go too extravagant. <laughs> And let me tell you something. Even if somebody says, Oh, I don't care about Valentine's Day, get get something at least small enough to say, Hey, well, I care about it. And I just want to show you that while all this day everybody's running around saying, I love you, I love you, that I wanna be, I want you to know that I love you too. It doesn't have to be a giant deal, especially if they don't, if they feel strongly about it. But so it's almost like Christmas or their birthday or Hanukkah, or whatever, you know, typical um large-scale holiday or event where people say, oh, I don't want anything. Yeah, you don't, but maybe you don't want anything big. Maybe you don't want anything gigantic. But a little something at least can let you land at a sweet spot that feels right for, for both. Now, on the flip side, you don't want to overdo it where they, you know, their car is full of <laughs> balloons and candy and it's just like and all day they're just getting like deliveries and because if you overdo it i mean too much of anything even a good thing is 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 too much so if you overdo it the you go from the, the the poignancy and the the beauty and the sincerity to something that's just garish and and gigantic and like just obese you don't want to overdo it because you know the the balance of the balance of noticed, i trying to find the right word. The balance of noticed effort can be quickly overwhelmed by, by too much effort. Like, you notice something because you also notice the lack of it, right? So, if somebody for Valentine's Day, if somebody bakes you your favorite cake, You enjoy it because you don't get your favorite cake every day. And it's the only cake you're getting a day. Now, if you got your favorite cake every hour on Valentine's Day, so you end up with like, you know, every waking hour. So let's say you end up with like, I don't know, 10 cakes. By the third cake, it's just too much. Like, oh God. Like, so you lose appreciation due to um Due to like overwhelming presence. I hope I described it right, but so yeah, under and overwhelming is a, a giant couple mistake. So moving on, let's talk about some fixes for these uh for some issues. These are solutions to common mistakes that we just talked about in the previous segment. Personalized planning, right? So stress. I should say I want to stress, (laughs) I, I want to stress the importance of planning with your partner's taste in mind. Don't go off what you think. Don't go off what you see on TV. Go off what you know. What do you know about the person and their activities? What do you know about the person and previous gifts that have really meant something to them? What about experiences that resonated with them? Like I said, if you think about it, your partner's been laying out everything that they really desire and touches them constantly. You know, they may not be dropping hints for the reason of Valentine's Day, but as you've gotten to know them, you know what drives them. You know what excites them. You know what turns them on. Use that for personalized planning. Early preparation. Don't wait to the last minute. Damn it. Come on now. There's still time for you to plan something amazing. All right. I want to encourage you guys to start planning tonight (laughs) and tomorrow and get your orders in and everything so that you can have a smooth and stress-free celebration. Also, the longer you wait, the more expensive things get, especially if it's like, you know, resources are dwindling in terms of flowers and food and et cetera. And also, places book up so you don't have places to eat, right? So, also focus on meaning, not money. You know, to celebrate Valentine's Day, you don't have to go broke, you don't have to be super expensive. Now, some of these events that you might plan, you know, tickets and stuff, you know, that's that's a price thing that you can't really control. But don't forget easy, simple stuff that speaks volumes, writing love letters, sweet text messages, creating a photo album, cooking a meal together. Like all these things really will touch your partner's heart, especially if these are things that already throughout the year are important important to them. You know, great book, Uh, Your Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. I mean, that thing solves Valentine's Day quick if you just listen and if you just apply what you know about your partner. Balancing expectations is next. You know, you want to make sure that you level off the dates' activities, not overloading the schedule, but not minimalizing the schedule you know include meaningful moments but don't overshadow those moments with just too much all right like i love chocolate cake but i can't eat a whole cake actually i probably could eat a whole cake a <laughs> but i don't do it because at some point i'm gonna get sick and i'm never gonna want a chocolate cake again or at least not for a while it's like like drinking like Everybody's got that one drink that you once liked it and you overdid it and you got sick as hell and now you can't even stand the smell of it. It was great in moderation. Too much of it and you were puking your guts out. You don't want to cause a hangover effect in your relationship or with your Valentine's Day gestures. Lastly, make sure that you have open communication right, because communicating effectively about Valentine's Day expectations is key. So make sure that you, I mean, right now it's kind of cutting it close, so make sure that you think about any times that you have both talked about Valentine's Day. Do you like it, but they don't? Do you not like it, but they do? Make sure that you understand expectations. It's not too late to say, hey, Valentine's Day is coming up. I planned a few things, but... What do you really want to make sure happens that day? Talk about it. And if they say, well, whatever you did is fine, and you say, okay, well, here's what I want that day, and make sure that you express your desires clearly and to the point. Because of all the things that can really kill Valentine's Day, it's, you know, the unspoken expectations that can turn into... I think what's that quote I've seen on TikTok un, and I'm going to butcher, but basically un, unexplained or unspoken expectations is really premeditated resentment, you know? And so you don't want to have all these ideas and hopes and desires for Valentine's Day that your partner is going to drop the ball on because you never spoke, you never said anything about it. And if you do that, then you're really setting them up for failure and they didn't even know that the game was rigged. And that's not fair. And that's gonna piss you off. That's probably gonna piss them off. And then you guys are gonna be entering it, you know, post Valentine's Day with just bad energy. And you don't deserve that and neither do they. So once again, quick recap, make sure that you implement fresh ideas, use technology, Consider eco-friendly dates, consider adventure and learning together, and also cultural experiences slash hand-in-hand with stay-at-home romance. Nothing wrong with it. Common mistakes you want to make sure you avoid, overlooking your partner's interests, procrastination, commercialization, or underdoing it and overdoing it. I was going to start with the overdoing it part first. Under. Or overdoing it and forgetting to communicate. And how do we beat those problems? Well, make sure you plan with personalization in mind. Uh, make sure you prepare early. Still, time to get that shit done. Come on. Focus on meaning that money. Balance your expectations and communicate, communicate, communicate. And guys, remember, there's a huge difference between hearing and listening. Hearing is a physical act, listening is. A skill it's an art but listening is taking what you hear and applying it understanding it and absorbing it all right so all right guys go out there have a killer valentine's day once again follow game out with jackson stewart on youtube twitter on the blog and give jay 2 some love you guys rock have a great valentine's day you're all cupids you're all players and As always, guys, keep it sexy and game on.